Welcome to Cash Considerations, the podcast that takes you behind the Las Vegas sports book from the guys who actually work behind it with your hosts, Alan Berg and Dave Sharapan. Well, my man, Big Dave, it is week 17 in the NFL and it is a complete hot mess. How are we going to get through this show? Uh, I don't know. The week is a precursor to just us doing the show tonight. We're a hot mess. And uh, we're just going to try to try to bang it out as best we can at this point. <laughs> oh, I'm having a legendary end to 2017. Not only have I messed up this man's name for seven years, calling him <laughs> something that I want to repeat, but I also completely botched the first try of this podcast tonight. So it's been a, been an eventful evening thus far. So it looks a lot like week 17 from what I can tell. <laughs> Uh, but, but with that's that said, happens, you know, take two. We're going to roll. That's all. We're oh, going. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you big, know how it goes. big shout out to Mo. Big shout out. to Oh, Mo right yeah. Now. Mo was huge. Mo was absolutely huge. Thanks, Mo. Um, but anyways, um, we're going to take a shot at this thing for you guys. Um, you know, we kind of try to tell you it's best to kind of stop, you know, try to stay as much away from the last couple of weeks of the NFL as you can. Uh, really be selective, and you should be really working on now which teams you want to back in the playoffs. But uh, we're going to do our best to get through the board and uh, try to find you guys a player too if we can get on the same side as the things you like. Sounds like a plan. Right on, right on. So, all right, we'll just jump into things here. Uh, we're going to go with the seven as usual, and we have an interesting one up first, which is Cincinnati at Baltimore. Uh, Big Dave, what do you make of this one? Well, Baltimore's a big number, and um, you know, last week that line crashed in the Cincinnati game against Detroit, and we didn't know, but somebody knew that Detroit was not going to play their offensive line, at least three of them, and uh, Cincinnati won pretty easily in that game. Now they go to Baltimore. Baltimore's playoff uh, life is in their hands with a win they're in, and, you know, like we saw, the, it, Harbaugh brought it up that they moved the game. They're not happy about the time. You know, New Year's Eve, they've been having problems drawing people there and a bunch of no-shows from whatever happened before. And now I don't expect it to be one of those raucous, you know, Baltimore-type home games. But Cincinnati's done. They're packing it in. You know, Marvin Lewis is done. That was their – whatever they got up for, they got up for last week. This week we're trying to go there. <laughs> Get not get hurt and uh, just an ugly game. It just looks like one of these ugly games. I really I, I expect it to be under. I expected uh, Cincinnati to get ten points max in this one. I think Baltimore can get to twenty. I would side with the Ravens. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I kind of look at it also as an ugly game. Um, and for me, I, I definitely agree with you about the under. I feel like it's going to be a defensive type of a game. But what's interesting is I keep going back in my head to this like 17-13 type game, which leads me to believe that I think that Cincinnati could possibly pull this thing out, which might sound crazy with the spread and everything. But um, I don't know. I just get the feeling that that Baltimore, you know, they they just they should look better than they than they do, <laughs> and so I kind of wonder if they're a little overrated. But uh, we'll definitely see this week because I mean, who knows what the Bengals are going to actually bring out on the field. But right. 
Um, you know, speaking of the whole, you know, Christmas or New Year's Eve thing, I mean, doesn't this sound like the best kickoff party you could possibly go to, though? I mean, go check out an NFL game and then hit the bars after that. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds like a, <laughs> a great idea. No, it really does. And especially for, you know, teams that have a big following, like what more could you ask for? Right. I think it would be a yeah. great idea. I, yeah, I think you just got to market yeah. the hell out of this thing and people are going to show up. But um but yeah, I mean, I think if if you're looking at this game and you actually want to bet it, you know, the under is probably the smartest play. Um, but I, if I was going to bet it, I'd, I'd try to look for ten in the morning with the Bengals, uh, with the public starts. You know, should be I would think betting on the Ravens at this point. Yeah, this is going to be a theme I think throughout this discussion. Is you better be looking for a reason to take the dog in almost every game. Yeah, points are going to be yeah. You, you're gonna it, as much as they may hurt. I think the dogs are going to be barking this week. No doubt. Yeah, that's where I'm going to be focusing most of my angles at any of this. I mean, because some of it, I mean, just there's just no play. But, you know, I feel like there's some that you could lean to, and this is a lean Bengals for me. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, anyway, moving along, we got an actual playoff game type of a game here. We got Carolina at Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta does need to win. If they lose, uh, then Cincinnati, or excuse me, the Seahawks can control their own destiny by winning against Arizona later in the afternoon. Uh, so what do you think about this one, Big Dave? Uh, this matchup, every time these two teams play uh, in recent history, it's just a tight game. Neither team blows the other one out, and I think anything more than three here is aside for me. I, I, I like Carolina in the game. I think with them playing for the possible division, the possible home game, they have as much to play for as Atlanta does. So the total seems a little high to me. Um, I, I would side under. And Carolina's been a monster on the road this season. They've been really good, um, and especially as an underdog. So I think they're 5-2 and two against the spread on the road. And I look for it to continue. I think it's a tight game. I, don't, I think Carolina can win. So taking 3.5 points or 4 seems like what I would side with. Yeah, for me, I don't have a whole lot to say about this game. Um, this is, I think Carolina's better. So if I was going to back anybody, I would back the Panthers getting the points. But, uh, you know, there's so much going on for Atlanta to play for here at home. It To me, it's just a complete pass game. And, and honestly, I can see the total going either way. I think this is one of those games where the first half will dictate what kind of game we're going to see. And okay. it wouldn't shock me to see this go to 60 um, just because if the if that's the way the game flow goes, both teams will step up to that level. But it's also very capable of being a punchy in the mouth game. So right, it's it's totally yeah, no part of this for me at all. All right, well that's good because if you were going to tell me you like the Carolina Panthers, there I was going to be worried. But although you did break the Falcon streak, that's right, of games. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So maybe all right, so maybe we're onto something. All right. I might have exercised right. that demon finally, I think, after God knows how many <laughs> wrong picks on or off that team. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, up next we got the uh, – this has got to be the, the craziest line uh, that, that was going on, and it's the uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles Rams game where you had the Rams open up as a pretty strong favorite. Um, I believe they were six and a half. Yep, and now the Niners are a three and a half point favorite thanks to, uh, ta- or excuse me, Sean McVay 
you know, benching Todd Gurley, benching Jared Goff, resting his starters, AK. So what do you do with this game? Who's the backup for the Rams at quarterback? Whew, that's a great question. I don't know, right? I, I have no idea. Is it I was Sean Mannion, is he still there? Is it that guy? Mm, uh, well, I don't know who it is, but for uh, this is easy yep. for me. If I'm going to play it, I'm playing the Niners. Like, the line is flipped. And this is one of those crazy, I mean, flips. Like, you don't see a 10-point swing, but we went from minus, <laughs> what, six and a half to the other side, minus four. Yeah. And I don't know about you. I mean, at our place, I haven't taken a Rams bet. Not right, one. Right, right, right. You know, oh, so, well, I mean, yeah. everybody's drinking the Jimmy G juice. And, you know, I don't remember a lot of people calling him Jimmy G right off the bat. That's the way I've always called him it, so I'd like to think maybe we started something with the Jimmy G trend. I don't know. But, yeah, dude, I, I like the Niners. I mean, they're they're finishing the season strong. They have, I mean, they're not, not playing for anything other than to continue this momentum that they built. Why the hell would you take the Rams here? I don't know. Yeah, I, with, you know, their impressive performance last week against Jacksonville. Um, you know, to me, like the thing I think everybody really has to pay attention to, this is the genius of Kyle Shanahan, man. I mean, this guy is just to me, one of the most creative, uh, X's and O's guys out there. I mean, if you go watch what they did to Jacksonville and just the little tricks and, and, uh, changes that they put on them with their, uh, their play action passing and stuff. I mean, man, it was just, it was just masterful to watch. And I mean, Jimmy G had to make some good throws. But I'm telling you, that guy makes his life so much easier. And look back to Matt Ryan's MVP season. I mean, that kind of shows you how much this guy does change an offense. So oh, kudos for sure. to him. Yeah, kudos how, to him how about, for doing it. How about how much he was moving around? Like yeah. he was moving around and, and they couldn't get a good beat on him. Like it, I was pretty impressed. Yep. Yeah. He, he's like I said. He's he's magic at at you know com- confusing a defense. I mean, he did a hell of a job. And uh, it was one of those things where you just saw a master outwork and a guy who on, you know, the defensive coordinator side probably isn't on that level and kind of got exposed a little bit, I think. Um, but as far as the game goes, yeah, I think if you, if you play this, you have to ride the Jimmy G train. I mean, you know, it is Sean Mannion who is starting for the Rams. Uh, who knows what you're getting with that guy. I mean, I, I'm not saying I want to necessarily go against McVay because, you know, I think Jared Goff is still terrible. I think that that guy's propping him up similar to what Kyle Shanahan does with pretty much any quarterback he comes across. So, you know, I'm not overly jumping out to bet San Fran, especially when the public's betting it like the game's already over. Right. So, so yeah. for me, it's a, it's a complete pass. I, I don't want any part of it. With the Rams such a turnaround, you know, in, in their position going forward, don't you think you don't want to just completely lay an egg here, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I really think the Rams are live going forward into the playoffs, and they're just going to treat this like, well, we're just writing this off like a preseason game. Don't get hurt, and we'll go, you know, get back at it next week. I don't know. I, I hate that when, when teams do that. Yeah, I, I think maybe the youth has something to do with it where he just doesn't want them to get overly like worked, where it's more going to be we need these guys to really focus on the playoffs and who we're going to play and all these kinds of things. I, I mean, that that's my take of why he might be doing it. Um, I prefer uh, Doug Marone's take of, you know, we're Jacksonville. Like, we're going to play because, you know, we haven't been in the playoffs in forever, so I'm not giving anybody a break. And I, I kind of like that method. But maybe he doesn't choose that method if they don't get shown up last week too. 
So it's yeah, hard to say. Hard yeah, to say. Right. But speaking of that game, uh, we got Jacksonville and Tennessee up next. Uh, you know how I feel about Tennessee. You know how I feel about Jacksonville. But <laughs> I think this is the classic, you know, uh, you miss the boat game. Uh, Jacksonville was plus six. Marone announced that he was going to play his starters. And now I just, you know, I, I think Jacksonville is probably still the side. But I, I'm one of those people that – I don't care as much about the numbers as a lot of the big, you know, the big players and the big handicappers do because I feel like you should find a better game if you're that worried about the number. But I'm definitely not a guy that's going to take three when six was out there. No way. Right. Yeah, that's that's a little late to the party for sure. Uh, that's a phrase we've used all throughout the season when looking at these things. Um, but, you know, Tennessee, they've lost three in a row now. They have to win to get in, and I love it. By the way, yeah, it, you love you love Tennessee. No, no, I love the fact that they've lost three in a row. It's like thankfully oh, yeah, some freaking right. oh, sanity yeah, in that right, division. Yeah. Right, it's come. You know, and and now I just feel like why would you play Tennessee in this spot? I, I can't find one reason. So, um, I mean, Jacksonville beats them, and then they prevent them from getting in the playoffs. That's enough motivation for me. And then Marone says he's going to play the starters. Um, I don't know. It, it, it almost seems too easy. We're, we're getting the better team, better defense for sure, and a team coming off a pretty bad loss last week to, to San Francisco with the three seed going forward in the playoffs. Let's get after it and win. I, it's Jacksonville or nothing for me. Totally. Yeah. All right, next up on the list, uh, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. This is another one that's been (laughs) kind of interesting. You know, Andy Reid benched uh, Alex Smith, giving him the week off to get ready for the postseason, and we get our first look at Patrick Mahomes. Uh, How do you feel about this, and what do you think? Is Osweiler still playing quarterback for Denver? Oh, man, I'm not sure if it's him or Lynch. I think Lynch was at one point questionable. Yeah, I haven't seen for sure who's starting, but either way, we're getting the Denver Broncos, who are five and ten on the season, and been just a complete train wreck. You know, it <laughs> rec- I mean, it's just been—they've been so bad. Um, you know, they've covered two of their last eleven games. Are you kidding me? And now they're laying four against a guy. Don't you think Mahomes has a little something to prove? Going out here, I, I I think you got to take the Chiefs plus the points again. This is a, a dog game for me or nothing. You certainly can't lay the points in here. If you find a reason to lay the points, more power to you. But yeah, man, Kansas City, um, I think they need to build a little momentum going forward too. They're going to be the four seed, it looks like. And I mean, they get a home game, yeah. But I don't know. I, I like I like the the prospect of Mahomes starting. I, I like the Chiefs. Yeah, I. I my my one hesitation here is the fact that you're you're without Tyree Kill, you're without Kareem Hunt, uh, and I think Charkanjic West is banged up. And from what I'm seeing, it does look like they want to play Paxton Lynch, but it's not official yet. Um, the coach said as much recently. So um, for me, I would probably go with the Chiefs for the reason that you're saying. Uh, I think that Mahomes probably wants to show, like, hey, if you guys give me the range to this offense. We're going to be more dynamic. We're going to 
be able to score points. And, and trust me, if he shows something in this game without their two best offensive players, Andy Reid's not going to hesitate to pull the pull the string on Alex Smith if he struggles at all in the postseason. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, and going forward, like knowing you have a guy, and, and that's, the, that's the crazy thing about the NFL, there's a guy behind you who, yeah, you guys are teammates, but he'd take your job in a heartbeat. Like, it's <laughs> dog-eat-dog world, right? Like, no doubt. There's every practice, every game, every play, you're playing to keep your job or get a job and get paid. So, I mean, I'm okay with Kansas City's backups playing. They're still pros, and they're still, you know, they, they need to be on the field too. So, I'm all right with it. Right on. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Up next, we got Buffalo at Miami. Uh, how this one made our top seven? Well, you guys keep betting them, so that's why we're talking about it. Are they betting the Bills here, Al? They got to be, right? I mean, does the public love Jay Cutler? I mean, oh, not man. to my knowledge, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Buffalo has something to play for. They they still have a shot at the playoffs with Baltimore. Uh, I think a Baltimore loss puts them in the driver's seat, but then I think they also need the Chargers to lose. So, right. Yeah, they need, the th- they need the three-game parlay to get in. Baltimore <laughs> to lose, the Chargers to lose, and them win. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. That's that's a crazy money line parlay. And, and Buffalo struggles just in general when they go to Miami. Miami's won their last two home games. They beat the Patriots last time out at home. Um, and don't get me wrong, not that Jay Cutler's playing for a job. I mean, that guy, <laughs> I, don't, he, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, – Buffalo a road favorite, you know. I was like, "What? What are they talking about here?" <laughs> well, I think that's the illusion of, "Oh, well, they have something to play for," you know. Uh, okay, oh, yeah, they gotta that's win. Okay. They gotta win. Miami, who care? They don't care. Whatever, you know. Jay Cutler's already coming out saying, "Well, I'll play next year, but only if I'm a starter. I'm not coming back to be a backup." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I hope they have your Fox job still available because no one's calling you next year." Is he going to be good on TV? I mean, really? Come on. I'm interested to see him. I mean, everybody thinks, you know, the world of Jay Cutler, of course. Um, so it would be interesting <laughs> to see him. I, I wonder if he's just going to turn into like this sideline or uh, booth Skip Bayless or something where everybody just hates him, but then they're just still seem to be watching the guy or whatever. I don't know. Maybe when the light goes on, he turns it on. Just I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can't see it myself, but I've been wrong before. So what do I know? But uh, I would want him. I would want him as my quarterback on my team, and I definitely would want him as my color guy doing the NFL. But maybe he's maybe he shows something in the uh, audition. I will see. I, I I don't know. I I think Miami they found something a little bit in the running game. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been able to run the ball. It's Dolphins or nothing here. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I just because you know the the points. You know, Miami's been better at home. Uh, Buffalo struggles there traditionally. Uh, definitely not a game I'm getting in front of. I, I just don't feel confident either way about it. But I do think that if you lean one way or the other, you might as well go with the Dolphins. When you're probably going to catch a three in the morning, I would think. Right, that's where that line's headed. Has to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, because I mean, I've been on these week 17 games where everybody's on the side of the team that needs to win, and uh, division matchups are great to go against the fade because they know that team, and chances are they're going to want to win that game just because they play them twice a year. Yep. So, you know, uh, speaking of another division game, we got the uh, Jets and the Patriots to close out the seven this week. 
Look at Jack. you with these professional transitions, AB. I'm mm. really impressed. That's strong. <laughs> That's three in a row. That's a three-game parlay right there. Well, hey, man, after two turnovers in the first half, I had to really step it up in the second half. <laughs> Halftime adjustments. You're That's strong. it, baby. Yeah, we just got to you know, we just gotta put that last shot behind us like Tiger Woods used to do until he got hit with a golf club in the head. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so the last game we got Jets and Patriots. Um, gigantic spread here. Uh, in this game. Um, do you have any feeling on either side here? We've been talking about the Jets all season. They are playing hard every game. They've been competitive. Not so much on the road. Um, you know, one and six straight up on the road, two, four, and one against the spread. But are you kidding me here? 16? Like, there is zero chance I would play the Patriots, even if I knew the final score was 24 to 3. I still wouldn't play it because <laughs> it's just too many points. Like there's I can't see this one any other way. I think the Jets keep it close. The Patriots get out with a win. They're not looking, well, I don't know. I said this in the past about Belichick. He looks to bury everybody. You know, I mean, he went and signed James Harrison this week and then pretended like, you know, when they asked him about it, he's like, "Yeah, we're playing the Jets this week." I mean, <laughs> I did know. you see his press oh. conference? It was vintage Belichick. He's like, and they kept asking him, well, what, what, what is James gonna, Harrison going to tell you? And he's like, yeah, well, we're playing the Jets this week. And it, it was classic. So maybe he's got something up his sleeve, but I expect them to run, 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 and cruise to either like a 10-point win or, I don't know, I mean, like you had talked about, you can see a backdoor cover here, right? Oh, no question, but... But I gotta, I gotta just play with that Belichick stuff a little bit. Um, first of all, he's got to be maybe the best Sith Lord in the entire Star Wars universe. Oh no, uh, question. especially when he was wearing the hoodie, it's phenomenal. But my <laughs> favorite line of that whole rant press conference, where he was just traditional, on the nose, Bill Belichick, is when he goes, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> <Right? laughs> oh, he gets man. asked a direct question and it says that, and then he oh. stares at the guy, just stares we'll at him it. like they were eats beams coming out of his eyes oh it's incredible he's like i don't know what you're talking about we're playing the jets oh it was incredible i was like this yeah. is why this guy's phenomenal he just like he knows everyone knows and he doesn't care and he's just gonna like oh yeah we're not talking about that and the way to say it is oh i don't know what you're talking about like acting like the guy reporting is an idiot i mean come on bill we all know we all get it. i've 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 been on the other end of those press conferences in my previous life. I was a sports producer and that was part of my job was to go to the weekly coaches press conference mm-hmm. and then the weekly team one. It is the most awkward silence in that room. When he, a guy does that to you or to like the guy standing next to you, you want to crawl <laughs> under the desk or the tables and go like, all right, just turn the camera off. We got to go. Like there's nothing here. And Everyone does it with him every week. It's like you said, everybody knows, and they just hit record, let it play, and take it back to the station and cut the clips and put it on. I mean, because you just know you're getting nothing. See, this is why we need Jay Cutler, because I want Jay Cutler in that room with the cigarette in his mouth asking (laughs) Bill Belichick, come on, Bill. We all know that the Steelers are your competition in the AFC. He would just continue to go on, and he'd just be like, I hate you, Jay. Leave me alone. It would be incredible. Right. But, uh, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't buy in. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what I will say about the spread. Getting back, since this is a, this is a gambling show. Sorry, everyone. It's week seventeen. What do you want from us? <laughs> but um, 
yeah, I think it's a total backdoor type of a game. Um, I was saying, you know, you're getting 16 and a half, let's say, and, oh, you know, the Patriots just happened to be up 23, and guess what? Woo, there's a touchdown, and your spread just got mushed. So right. I, to me, I, I actually really like the Jets in this spot. Um, they just gave Todd Bowles and the GM, Mike, uh, I forget what that guy's name is, uh, some scrub that picked Christian Hackenberg in the second round. Right. Uh, they both got extensions to 2020. So I think the team's feeling really good, and why wouldn't they want to play their best game of the year against the Patriots? So I think you can take the points here and hope that they can just you know put enough offense up to stay competitive and the D just brings their A game, and, and I think you'll get that cover. Certainly got to take the Jets or, or nothing. Please don't lay the Patriots. Yes, exactly. All right, well, that wraps up the seven. Um, and then we're looking at uh, the fire here where we're going to go rapid fire through the last uh, <laughs> more awful games, I would say, for the most <laughs> part on the board. But, um, well, let's see. First one up, we're going in the rotation order, of course. We got uh, the Green Bay Packers and my man, Mike McCarthy, who somehow will probably <laughs> hang on to his job. Thank you for that when the Bears are winning the division at some point. Uh, against the Detroit Lions and Jim, I don't know what the hell's going on Caldwell. Right. Oh, my God. This has the feeling of a uh, of a preseason game to me. <laughs> I, I mean, this is one of those, what do we make the line? I don't know. <sighs> Throw up seven. See what happens. Um, I mean, because Green Bay – they look so overmatched with Huntley, a, a quarterback. As far as just scoring points, like sustaining drives, moving the ball, completing two passes in a row, it all seems like a challenge. Um, and that being said, how in the hell can you lay six and a half with Detroit in this one? I don't know. I don't know who's playing. The offensive line sat last week with you know them still having a mathematical chance. Why are they going to play this week? I have no idea. I just crossed the game off for me, no play, but dear Lord, if you're going to play it, take the points. Right, right. Yeah, you know, um, one of the one of my favorite websites that I read on a regular basis is uh, Pro Football Focus because they rate, like, all of the players, like how they've done against everybody else all year. Like, they're the seventh best wide receiver out of everybody that plays a slot or whatever. It's a cool website if you've never checked it out. Um, but they had this – interesting stat about the Packers and it just shows you how bad I think in my opinion how bad Hundley and uh, Mark, Mike McCarthy are whenever the Packers have been within seven points of their opponent uh, Randall Cobb has caught all 38 passes sent his way and wow Jordy Nelson has seen 30 catchable targets and did not drop a pass and that's again only when they've been within seven points so anywhere they had the lead or they were within seven points. So, like, blowouts and stuff won't count in this scenario. But those guys play on the same team, and the only other guy that has the same type of stats is Doug Baldwin for the Seahawks. So it shows me that they're just lacking a lot in their, you know, in how they put their games, their game schemes together, uh, the quarterback play. And it just shows you, like, wow, they've been getting the best they could possibly get out of their wideouts, and it still hasn't mattered. So for me... I'd have to lay the Lions just because they they I think this is kind of like their playoffs now. Like they they got they got embarrassed at Cincinnati and this might be Jim Caldwell's final game and I'm sure he has a few fans in the locker room that kind of thing. So for me I I I'd back Detroit if I was going to bet anything here, but definitely again not one I'm looking to go to the window with. Right. <laughs> 
All right, so next up, um, try to speed things up here with the fire. Um, we got New Orleans and Tampa Bay. What do you got? Uh, Bucks plus the points. Uh, just one of those games that the Saints the Saints are in the playoffs, right? Yes, yes. Um, so still, they, division, I think, isn't out of uh, – they haven't won the division yet. Um, but they have, With a win, they, they win the, the division. Yes. Right. This is a weird game every time the Saints go there. Um, it seems like the the line is is right. If if forced to again, I don't like the game, but I think under in the game. So I would take the dog, but nothing strong for me. Yeah, it's weird. I if I bet it, I would actually go over. So I'm a little bit oh really a okay bit different there, but yeah, I, I think that Winston's been playing better, and I just get the feeling that if that game's competitive, it's going to be because they keep scoring. Um, but yeah, not a game I'm crazy about. Uh, next up, we got Houston and Indianapolis. Uh, I think their <laughs> ratings might be about a one somewhere in Indianapolis, maybe. Uh, color bars may get more uh, people <laughs> watching it just by mistake. I mean, seriously, I don't know who's going to watch this one. You got uh, T.J. Yates playing quarterback for Houston. They're a mess. Who's going to bet this one? That's the real question. Nobody, really. This is a game (laughs) that has the least amount of tickets, the least amount of bets. It's it's hands down got to be the the worst matchup on the board. That being said, I would play the favorite. You can't give me stolen money to bet on Houston. No wow. chance for me would I take the Texans. No way. Oh, wow. This one's getting what I like to call the pen just hit the paper and the line went through it. So we're moving on. Excellent. All right. Cleveland against your boys, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. Um, this line was 11 when it first came out, correct? Uh, yes, I believe that it is was. Correct. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was 11. It was a and, solid uh, line. Right. And now they said uh, Tomlin said we're going to rest guys. It's pretty inevitable that the Patriots are going to beat the Jets. So we're locked into the two seed. We're not going to get hurt. Antonio Brown's already out. We need it. We need the rest of the boys, although they have some depth at wide receiver. I don't know if you watched that game on Christmas, but there were a couple guys that caught balls. I was like, who is that? But he can play. So um, Cleveland's 0-15. I'm not going to tell you to take Cleveland here. <laughs> Everybody keeps taking them. The wise guys are wise for you know whatever reason they keep taking them. There's value on the Browns every week, and they just burn money. Just don't even bother with this one. I wouldn't even dare to pick a side. I definitely feel like that. You know, everyone was fooled by the whole Chicago thing. I was telling friends, I was like, this, and I've been pretty, pretty decent with the Browns games. I was like, nah, they're not going to beat Chicago. I can feel it. Like, and I, that wasn't coming from a arrogant Bears fan because I know how bad the Bears are. It was just <laughs> not going to happen. Um, yeah, and the line actually opened at fourteen and a half. So there, were, I think there was somebody was getting the information a little bit quicker than some other people because it just kind of all Ooh. of a sudden started trickling down. Um, but with that said, yeah, I, another game. I'm not not eager to back at all. I think you just wait, wait for the playoffs. Yep. All right. Next up, uh, man, this joins Houston and Indianapolis for why in the world would you put your money on this game? Washington and the giants. Oh, you made a good case last week as to why the giants might play the game against Arizona. And it was, it all sounded good. And then the game started. And after five minutes, I was like, uh, Oh, 
this is not looking. <laughs> this is not looking good for the Giants. They stayed in New York for this one. Well, they did uh, lose their best offensive weapon in the first quarter. Just, just, just to slide yeah, that in there. Evan Ingram yeah. got hurt and damn near cost me my fantasy championship, which I won. That's right. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> the boys in the league that listen to the show will love that little oh, mention. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Line through the game for me, but you can't. You can't. Tell me a reason why I would take the Giants. I would take Washington if I bet it. But, I mean, it's three. It's 39. Ugly game. Washington gets out of there probably uh, with a win. But, I mean, that game could go over, too. Who knows? I have no idea. No idea. No. (laughs) I'm off it it completely. Yeah. All Uh, right. Chicago at Minnesota. Vikings. Lay it. Lay it. Lay it. Only because the Bears aren't going to score. The defense is still playing. Yep. You know they're gonna That's... they're gonna maybe you know take the take the wheels off a little bit offensively, but the defense is still playing. So I, I would pick the Vikings. That's the only option if you're gonna bet this game. You got to bet the Vikings. It just doesn't make any sense. This may uh, be your last game for uh, your boy Foxy. Oh man, let's hope so, boy. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what I want more: a new head coach or anyone that could catch the ball. Uh, well, asking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Up next, we got Dallas at Philly. Cool. Uh, Dallas is favored at Philadelphia after, you know, having their heart ripped out last week and their playoff hopes are done. Now we're going to go on the road and, and give a big effort. I don't know. The line should be pick them to me. I, I don't care if Philly sit guys. Philly's number one seed and. They got a lot of guys that want to show that they can play in the playoffs and have backups. I would take Philly. There's no way I would take Dallas here. Yeah, it does seem to be like a weird game where, you know, Dallas has clearly a lot of problems on offense right now. Their receivers can't get open. And like you just said about the Vikings, the D's going to play. So if you if you bet this game, I think you have to bet the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles' problem the last few weeks has been pass defense, like covering guys. Dallas can't throw the ball. So I, I think they'll be okay. I don't know. Just watch it for the result at the end. There's going to be no real excitement <laughs> watching that one either. No doubt. All right, we've got two to go here. we got uh, Oakland and the Chargers is up next. Woo. Oh, man. Give me a reason to take Oakland here, Al. <laughs> Can't do that. That's I know. Yeah. I know. It's it's really hard, right, especially after, you know, they're coming off the short week. Um, you know, they, they, they just played in Philly, right? Uh, Christmas Day, and that game ended. You know, they had a chance to win it, and it ended the way it always does for the Raiders. And then it ended on one of those stupid pitches, and and the, the teasers all covered, and everything happened for the oh, for horrible. the Eagles. Horrible, just yeah. bad stuff. So I think Chargers are playing for everything. You got to take them or nothing. Agreed, hundred percent. All right, last game on the fire list is Arizona and Seattle. Wow, what do you make of Arians going, you know, this is our house, we're going up there to win the game, blah, blah, blah. It sounded like, he, to me, he was selling a lot of BS. <laughs> There's yeah. no way, right? It sounded yeah. like a, a complete pitch that you wanted to buy so maybe somebody will watch the game or somebody will actually believe it. I wasn't believing any of it. It's, Seattle is going to win this game, no question. It sounded like a guy that's trying to go back to Pittsburgh as the O.C., <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Ben Roethlisberger will pitch long and hard for Bruce Arians to come back if if that guy ends up getting fired in in Arizona. Yeah, I think Seattle 
knows they they still have a chance and they gotta they gotta jump out early on Arizona and get it done. So I expect a good effort from them. With that said, no way I'm laying nine in that spot, nine and a half. No no chance. Yeah, that is that is the ultimate this week an inflated number, right? Of a team that needs it versus yeah. a team that's out. All right, nine, nine definitely and a half, and it's going up, it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely making you pay for it. It's it's a, it's a line to avoid. I, I think it might be a teaser game uh, if you if you play teasers. Right. I think the only yep. good teaser is a two point or sorry, not two point, two team teaser. But uh, yeah, not not one I'm excited about at all. I think your two team teaser this week in that situation, you can take Seattle and you can take Baltimore. Oh, Although you think Baltimore could lose, but that would be my two team teaser right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I tend to try to tease through the two key numbers, so I think Seattle's a great tease. So you're going through seven, you're going through three. Um, for me, I man, I I think I would probably take the Jets as a tease, getting twenty three. That's just crazy. that's a lot of points, that's a yeah. lot of points. Like if it, if they could be by yeah. twenty three, I'd go. Eh, well, I deserve to throw away this ticket. <laughs> Right, yeah. Yep, shame on me, exactly. Yeah, for stupid, yeah. Uh, all right, well, that wraps up the fire, so you know what's left. We only got the uh, the big three to go. So, uh, oh, let me hit you up with this. One of, our, uh, one of our famous guests is coming in. Hold on. Yeah, because things are just popping right now. Things are starting to cultivate. Things are starting to grow. I, I, things are getting real colorful. Look at that roll. Just like the silver cloud Rolls Royce. I, I'm very Top curious. Top of the line. Wait a minute. Oh, the Macho Man is way more excited <laughs> for uh, NFL Week 17 than I am. Woo. He is fired man. up. He was fired up. I'm glad he made an appearance on the show, man. It's hard to match that. It's hard to match that enthusiasm with this crap menu of games. But oh, wow, no, he's, he's I feel like I got to. I feel like I got to step it up here for this big three. Holy crap! <laughs> well, all right. You know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to kick off the big three here. So, Do it, please. Even though, even though I went over, I'm 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 pretty pretty sure I can pull three out here. So let, let's get to it. Uh, clearly, if you were listening here, you knew I liked the Jets. So I think you, you wait as long as you can on this one in the morning. I feel like the number should go up. If it drops, great. That means somebody that has some money is actually backing the Jets, and that means it's probably not square. So if you can get 16, 15 and a half, I think you're, you're real good there. Um, and then for my second play... Ah man, I gotta tell you, I know Big Dave is leaning Baltimore, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take nine and a half with the Bengals. I just get this weird feeling that that's gonna be a close game and and one that Baltimore wins and doesn't cover. That seems to be my kind of thing. But again, don't completely count out the Bengals there. Uh, and then last one for me is gonna be the <sighs> I gotta do it. The Minnesota Vikings uh, laying eleven and a half. Against the Bears, I just feel like that, like like Big Dave said perfectly that I just don't see them scoring. I think that's the big issue here. Um, the Vikings are still going to be uh, bringing that impressive D, getting ready for the postseason, knowing they got a week off. I think they absolutely destroy the Bears this week. All right, well done, sir. <laughs> I'll jump in. Uh, I'm going to join you with the Vikings. That was my one lay it lumber. We're going to lay the big number. And uh, I'm just—I hope they pitch a shutout. Nothing personal <laughs> against your Bears, but oh, this, hey, I'm cool. Yeah, dude. John Fox, right. there's the door. That's it. This will be this will be the exit show for him. Uh, game number two for me 
I'm going to have to, I think I got to take some really crap games just to, just to call it principal plays, prove a point. I'm taking the Chiefs against the Broncos. I don't care who's playing quarterback for the Broncos. I like Mahomes. Um, we'll give D. Griff a little shout out. He was talking about this master plan of Smith getting hurt, Mahomes coming in and leading him to the division. <laughs> it didn't quite go that way, but uh, he gets his shot, and I expect him to, to play well. And my third one is going to be oh, – I, I can't believe I'm going to say it. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins at home against the Bills in a really ugly game. Outright winner. We're going to take the money line with the Dolphins and send off Jay Cutler probably to retirement with a W. Maybe they'll carry him off the field in down in Miami <laughs> after the game. <laughs> wow. That, we've, we've said some outlandish things on this podcast, but that might be the statement of all time to end the year. That's incredible. Wow. And I'll yeah, tell you so- this. In his first Fox gig, if he doesn't have a cigarette in his mouth, he's really missing out on some lucrative money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Marlboro man on the booth. Oh, God. I love it. <laughs> Ooh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, well, um, the one thing I will say, uh, you know, we got a little time here. I, I, I kind of want to just get your thoughts on what you think um, with the playoffs coming around. I mean, obviously we have a few teams that we don't know are going to be in this thing uh carolina atlanta i mean you know i feel like they're they're the kind of teams that have the potential to be able to get to the bowl uh afc is a lot more thin um just off top of your head with a couple minutes left what do you think of uh the afc and the nfc right now what would be your your picks for for each conference and even a super bowl if you you know we'll, we'll get into this later of course but what do you think right AFC is easy for me. We're all just waiting to see the Patriots play the Steelers again. I, I think Jacksonville is live. They have a shot. I don't like the fact that if they're going to be the three seed, they're going to go back to Pittsburgh where they just completely housed them, picked Big Ben off five times, and let everyone know about it. That was kind of the defense's coming out party. Right. Now they got to go back there in January and win the game. Not that it can't be done. But it just sets up too well for the Steelers in that Tough spot. Tough to do so, it twice, yeah. Yeah, so them going, doing that. And then in the NFC, I just it's really tough for me. My buddy Normie, he's a diehard Eagles fan. All he wants to see one time in his life is a Super Bowl win. He, I talked to him this week. He's like, we can't win with Foles. He just can't do it. So the NFC, the Minnesota Rams winner is going to be the NFC representative, I think. I think uh, the Saints are live, too. They're probably going to play. If they beat the Eagles, they're going to have to go to one of those other two and play the winner. I kind of like – I want to see Minnesota in it, just the home field thing. I think it will be very interesting, and it will be – It'll be a skill shot for the lines makers. What do we make the line now that Minnesota is playing in their home stadium? So that's the storyline I want to see. Nice. Yeah, I, I I'm sitting here pulling for the Saints. I got money on the Saints. I'm hoping they can they can seal the deal. Uh, I think they're a very well balanced team, but I uh, man, I think it's going to be very difficult for them to win that road game in Minnesota unless Keith Keenum just all of a sudden has a complete meltdown. Uh, and I, I think you're dead on. I, I think New England finds their way to the AFC Championship game. Um, I'm hoping for Jacksonville just because I think it'd be interesting. But, yeah, I, I can definitely see that being a tall task, having to do that twice to go up and beat up on Pittsburgh. Um, so, likely, it's probably Pittsburgh, New England. Hopefully, we're proven wrong there just for some interesting yeah. interesting stuff. 
Um, otherwise, I, I think we're going to see New Orleans and Minnesota in the NFC Championship game. I think Minnesota wins, and I think Minnesota actually knocks off the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I think their D is just that good. It reminds me a little bit of the Giants' D that always gave Brady fits, and I still question whether or not New England's D is really that good. So that's kind of my closing thought. Uh, you got anything else left to say to the people out there listening, Big Dave? Real quick, what would you make the line with Minnesota playing New England? Just off the in, top in of your head Super right Bowl? now. Yep. Um, ooh, I'd probably make New England minus three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I have respect for I, I have respect for them. I, I want to get that three bet first before I'm giving out the value on the dog, in my opinion. Because I feel okay. like everybody wants to bet the underdog in these games in the Super Bowl. Right. I think it'll be one of those crazy like Green Bay Pittsburgh lines. I think you'll see New England shorter favorite, like one wow. and one and a half. Yeah. That's what I was just curious. All right. I know we're running against the clock here. No, I just want to wish all the listeners uh, a happy new year. And uh, I'm down on the strip. I'm where I'm where, I got moved to the Venetian. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast, brother. But if you're in town and you're at the Venetian, please come by and say hello. And my main man, A.B. Allen Berg, Berg Smith, Bergman, Berg, well, I can mess up your name anyway. I want I want to wish you a happy new year to you and your family Same as to well. you, my man. Yes, Same sir. All right. Well, we're going to take it out. Thanks for listening, everyone.